everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. It's the number one crowdfunded project in entertainment history and is the very first multi-season streaming series about Jesus and through the eyes of those who knew him best. A recorded 16,000 have invested over $11 million to make this project of our next guest a reality and a stunning one at that. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a great pleasure indeed, son of celebrated Christian author Jerry B. Jenkins of the Mammoth Selling Left Behind series, a veteran filmmaker and director, his latest, The Chosen. Dallas Jenkins. Dallas, welcome to Testimony. Well, thank you so much. That was a lovely introduction. I appreciate that. Well, it's par for the course for all that you've done, and we haven't even touched upon that. But first question, we are here at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Anaheim, mm -hmm. 2019. You've just screened the first in your series called The Chosen. You're developing it, but this development came after a huge disappointment. Right. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so uh, I was making movies for, you know, 15 years. I'd, I'd lived in Hollywood for 10 years. I'd moved back to Chicago making more movies, and I had this great opportunity a couple years ago to make a feature film uh, with some of the biggest producers in Hollywood. Um, they had seen a short film I had done. They were really excited about it. They wanted to dip their toes into the faith-based waters, and I had this opportunity not only to make that film, but there were more films to come that we were developing. And then the opening weekend of the box office for this movie, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone, it just, it was a failure at the box office. It, it, it made very little money compared to what they were hoping for. And so at that point, I went from being a director who had a very promising future to a director who had no future, at least an uncertain one. And in that moment, God pressed very powerfully and clearly on my wife and my heart that it's not my job to feed the 5,000, it's only my job to provide the loaves and fish. And that concept that was not only pressed on our hearts by the Lord, but also by someone who just came to me out of the blue and shared that with me, not knowing that he had already been pressing it on our hearts, it really uh, impacted me and, and, and got me to this place where I just wasn't going to be concerned about the results. You know, where I'm at in five years is none of my business. Um, I just needed to really truly surrender to him. And that concept of I'm just here to bring the loaves and fishes, not to feed the 5,000 is what allowed me to be open-minded to this idea that led to The Chosen. So I decided to go ahead and do another short film for my church's Christmas Eve service. It was called The Shepherd at the time, and it was just the, 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 the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. And long, very long story short, that project got in the hands of some people, led to some other things, and this idea of turning this into a multi-season show was birthed. And that short film, which I shot on my friend's farm in Illinois, ended up being the catalyst to raise $10 million from over 16,000 people and shatter the all-time crowdfunding record. All of these things, again, this was, this was God feeding the 5,000 uh, just based on these measly loaves and fishes. And so uh, that whole process uh, was birthed out of what I would consider to be a, a career failure, but, but a personal triumph because uh, I found joy in the midst of those circumstances and that's what led to The Chosen. 
Amen and amen, and you've really answered my follow-up question. Do disappointments sharpen our resolve to seek that next venture with even greater clarity? And did it sharpen yours? And it sounds like it certainly did. Yeah, well, your question is, do, does it do that? And I think it can. I mean, those. I think there has been times in my life where I've had disappointments where I didn't respond the right way. I thought, okay, this is what went wrong, this is what I could have done different, or this is what someone else could have done different, so I'm just gonna do it differently next time. And uh, that misses the point. And God was saying to me, you didn't do anything wrong, you were in my will, because it had felt very clear when I was doing this project that God was in it. And so when it failed, I thought, oh, maybe God wasn't in it, or maybe I was doing the wrong thing. And he was like, no, no, I was in it. I, this is part of the journey, this is part of the plan and it led me to The Chosen, and that's not only impacted me personally as I've made the show, but I think it's also made its way into the storytelling, because we're doing this show about the life of Christ and those who were surrounded by him, or he, those he surrounded himself with, um, and we're, in a sense, telling the same stories that I went through of disappointment and trials and oppression. I mean, these people, when, when the Messiah came, it was he came into the muck. He came into the dirt, and that's what the, the short film was about, the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. They were the lowliest of the low in this region, and, and the Messiah didn't come into the elitist circles. He came into the mess, and he met people where they were at, and that's where the redemption came from. And again, you've answered a follow-up question I already have. Oh, sorry. I've just <laughs> determined, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dallas Jenkins, director of the crowdfunding history-making, soon-to-be televised miniseries, The Chosen. What makes The Chosen different from, let's say, the Bible, mm -hmm. Son of God, Passion of the Christ, all huge successes in theater and television? Yeah, well, that's what's interesting. There's been movies and there's been miniseries about the life of Christ. There's never actually been a multi-season series. So a multi-season series, where you, you know, you think of the, maybe some of the shows that you've watched over your lifetime, you know, just use an example like The Waltons or a more modern a show like This Is Us or, or any show that's multi-season, it's really about the characters. You get an opportunity to really take the time to develop these characters and get to know them. And so that's the main thing about The Chosen that sets this apart is because it's multi-season, we've got time to really get to know these characters and develop them and set up their backstory before they met Christ. And so we know the stories of the Gospels. I have zero desire to change any of the stories of the Gospels. I'm a believer in Christ. I'm a believer in the Word of God. But there are, there is historical context and biblical context and some artistic imagination that can give you the fuller picture of who these people were. So the Gospel stories, for example, they mention that Simon Peter was married, but they don't say anything about his life with his wife. We wanted to explore that. And so we looked into the cultural context and we imagined knowing what we know about Peter's personality, what must he been like at home with his wife? And I remember we were shooting a scene uh, in the first season in one of the first episodes where Simon comes home and he has this argument with his wife. We also have a scene where he kisses his wife when he gets home. And as I was shooting it, I was thinking, I've never seen a married couple fight in a, in a Jesus project. In fact, I've never seen a married couple kiss before in a Jesus project. And then I realized I've never seen a married couple in a Jesus project before, you know? And so those are the kinds of things that we're really taking the time to explore and it makes it really rich. And our, our whole passion for this show is we believe that if you see Jesus as an audience member through the eyes of those who actually met him, you can be changed and impacted in the same way. And that also allowed us to do this in written form too. We also wrote a devotional book 
called The Chosen, 40 Days with Jesus, which is a companion piece to the show and allows you to get even deeper into these characters. And it had the same goal as the show did, which is taking these characters and really digging into their backstory so that we can relate to them in a very human way. That is incredible. Dallas, how can the listener come alongside to support your efforts as well as view what is sure to be a history-making streaming series, the first of its kind? Yeah. So over the last year, as, as we've mentioned, it's been crowdfunded. So we've gotten a lot of financial support from 16,000 people around the world. Uh, everyone was investing anywhere from $100 to a couple people invested $100,000, $200,000. So that part has been taken care of for this first season. But people now, of course, want to watch it. And so these first four episodes are available at thechosen.tv, www.thechosen.tv. And people can watch them. And the cool thing is, is that as you purchase these episodes for download, you're also backing future seasons. I mean, we want this to be a six, seven season thing. We've got a lot of story to tell, you know. In the first season, we're just covering the gathering of, the, of Jesus' followers, but we want to get all the way to, you know, the crucifixion and the resurrection. And so the way, best way people can support it is by watching it. Because if, you know, look, we don't want you to, we don't want to say to you, hey, just be part of our project, support our project uh, without actually seeing it. And so if people want to watch this, they can. And by doing so, they are supporting future seasons. We're doing this outside the Hollywood system. There's not like a big network or a big studio that's writing a check for this season. We're, we're getting the support from the sales of the downloads, from the sales of these episodes, uh, along with the crowdfunding that's already taken place. Now you're doing The Chosen in collaboration with VidAngel Studios, is yes. that correct? Yeah, so Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely, great question. So VidAngel is a streaming service. So if you've got you know, Netflix or Hulu or anything like that, VidAngel is a streaming service. And what they're primarily known for is filtering. And that's one of the things our family has loved about VidAngel is we can watch a Netflix show or an HBO show and actually filter out anything that we find offensive. And unlike previous filtering systems, this one puts it in your hands. So let's say, you know, we may have a different standard in our home than our neighbor does. So they can filter out certain things that they want, may want to, but we can filter out something different if we want. Now VidAngel is getting into original content as well, and so The Chosen is going to be released in the fall on the VidAngel streaming platform. But as I mentioned, we're offering this kind of pre-release months in advance where if people want to watch them now and pay for the downloads now, they can be backing future seasons and future episodes. Awesome, awesome. Millennials. Yeah. They don't have a lot of the Word of God in them statistically. We have a few here and there. How are you reaching them, and will The Chosen reach them? I love that question because I think this show, in many ways, is even more appealing to millennials than it is to older generations or my generation. Um, I mean, everyone who's seen test screening so far has loved it, but millennials and younger people are really clicking with it because it feels so authentic. And we were really going after the raw humanity of these characters. This isn't a, a pretty story of Jesus and his followers. Jesus came into a time of oppression and poverty. And I think millennials are relating to the authenticity of it. And then, of course, the disciples' actuality were younger. The disciples were actually 16 to 24 years old, which we wouldn't normally realize that. But in our research, we discovered that. And so high schoolers, college students, millennials have really been identifying this. And I think they can see the authenticity of it and what we're striving for. And I think they're used to watching things online. They're used to watching like binge-watching shows. We've been talking about this. This is an opportunity for you to binge-watch a show about Jesus and really dig into these stories even more. That's fantastic, fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, just to remind you, again, you're listening to director Dallas Jenkins. His upcoming The Chosen is a multi-season series you don't want to miss. 
Any last words for the listening audience? Well, you told me uh, before this interview that you actually saw the special pilot episode we did about the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. And, and I think what you experienced was what we experienced when we were making it and what other people have experienced is that it feels like the Holy Spirit has really been involved in this project from the beginning. And so mm-hmm. we're just trying to tell the stories, and we believe that if you see Jesus through the eyes of those who actually met him, you can be, you can be changed and impacted in the same way that they were. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to inspirational director and filmmaker Dallas Jenkins in concert with executive producer Matthew Farisi and VidAngel Studios, whose upcoming The Chosen is a must-see. You can learn more about Dallas Jenkins' work, ministry, and mission by visiting studios.vidangel.com and thechosen.tv and get behind this incredible mini-series made for TV with your prayers, your support, you will be blessed you did. Dallas, what a great joy having the opportunity to interview you for The Chosen, a powerfully moving, authentic, heartbreaking, and inspiring look at the life of Christ and those who knew him best. And that's just the first episode. I was in tears, suspense, relief, and then, quote, what's next? And I thought, truly, this is a recipe for a hit TV series. But more than that, I thought, this is a TV series that will change hearts for the cause of Christ. And in a relatable way, we can all get behind. It is a must-watch. We thank you. God bless you and much success. Uh, Thank you so much. God bless you, sister. I love talking to you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.